Father, it's preaching time. Songs have been sung, gifts have been given. Now we need a word from on high. I pray now, God, that you would let me decrease, that you would increase in me. Hide me behind the throne, oh God. Let them see your image upon me and hear your voice through me. Father, circumcise my tongue and my words into righteousness. Bring clarity to your scriptures and let your word be concise. So now, God, we ask that you let this word fall on fertile soil. Let it disrupt stony ground. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight. Oh, Lord, I praise you, give you all glory and adoration because you're my strength. And Lord, I love you because you're my redeemer. And the household of faith said, Amen. Come on, let's celebrate him one more time. Let's give him a high praise. A praise with our hands. Even though the world has told us to cover our lips, let's lift him up with our hands. Somebody ought to celebrate him for who he is. Somebody can lift their hands because he's a healer. They can lift their hands because he's a deliverer. He is worthy to be praised. While you're standing with your manuals of life, if you're able to, if you can, please pull out your manuals of life. Turn with me to Psalm 23, verse number 4. Psalm 23, verse number 4. If you're there, say amen. If you're looking, shout out Bible study. We got room for you. I'll be reading from the NIV version. And it reads, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You may be seated in the house of God. The word of God is blessed. If I could borrow a few amens in the right places, but some shouters all throughout the text, if you would help me preach on the subject, the topic, coming out of my valley, coming out of my 
valley. My brothers and sisters, David, the shepherd boy, is recorded to be a man after God's own heart. He gives here a plea of distress. He has experienced some situations that has not been pleasant in his life. David, with this plea, stands in the gap for many of us, even today, that may be experiencing, may have experienced, or may be still experiencing valley moments. He gives this plea for, for us to recognize, no matter where we are, or who you are, you will experience valley moments. And if you haven't experienced valley moments, as my mama Nim used to say, just keep on living. In fact, David says, saints, I've had some days such as you where I can't seem to tell the night from day. I can't seem to understand why I'm drinking tears for water moments when it seemed like every time I try to do good evil is always present around me I take one step forward and it seemed like I'm being pushed two steps back it seems like I went to sleep on top of the world and I woke up with the world on top of me it seemed like every time I turn around something is going on trouble on my left death on my right it seems like no one seems to understand or seems to care it seems like when I'm in my lowest moment it seems like people always kicking me further and further down even though I'm trying to walk in his word but he says I do want to share with you my friends and family there's a good shepherd and he will stick with you closer than a brother in fact he'll hold you up when you're feeling down and and that that he'll be a bridge over troubled water shelter in the time of storm in fact if you just trust him in your valley experience your temporary test of your faith he gives you the assurance that this too shall pass and what is to be is what's to become and somebody ought to be willing to testify and say reverend i've been going through some valley moments this week in fact since the start of 2021 i've been going through some valley moments but when i woke up this morning because of his grace and his mercy he dispelled his spirit and he told me that i'm coming out of my valley i wish i had two i'll make three that can say reverend i'm coming out of my valley in fact i've been through the storm and rain I've been through so much and today I decree and declare I'm coming out of my valley. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm coming out. I'm coming out. I'm, I'm, I'm coming out. I'm coming out of my, my valley. He, he, he. Yeah, David. David wants us to be assured that while we experience the valley, uh, he shows us in this pretext of the context. He shows us that, that God will provide and give peace. Right there in the text, if you look at verse 1 and 2, he gives us the assurance that he is the good shepherd, but he gives us ownership in his relationship. He says in the text, my shepherd, uh, this word, in, 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 the, in the passive and possessive pronoun. 
And whenever you use the word my in a passive and a possessive pronoun, when you're writing something, then you have to give possession to it by capitalizing it. I wish I had my English teachers in the house with me today. In fact, because I am who I am and I know whose I am, anything that's pertaining to what I am and who I am to be can be capitalized. In fact, this word my in the Greek emos means the first person. He's saying that the Lord is the first person that I go to whenever there's something going on in my life. Y'all ain't with me this morning. And, and, and it's right there in the text. It says, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Three people should have shouted right there because there's been times when you knew you didn't have it, but you all you had to do was call on the name of Jesus. In fact, the Bible says, if you ask, it shall be given. If you seek, he shall find. If you not, and the door. I wish I had somebody that was preaching better than I'm sounding. And somebody ought to testify and say, Reverend, I woke up. I wasn't full of strength, but because I needed strength. All I did is say, Lord, I need some strength. Lord, my God, I need some strength. My finances is funny. My children is acting up, but God, I need you to be my strength in the time of, of storm. He, he is, he, he provides and he gives peace. We need to take ownership of our relationship with God while we are in the valley. Listen, uh, when you're going through the valley, God brings clarity to what your valley is. Y'all didn't hung up on me. In fact, he says that when you go through your, your ownership and you're going through, it's knowing that God will provide. I believe Paul says in Philippians chapter 4, but my God, Shall supply. Y'all just missed that. Not just yesterday's needs, not today's needs, but all of my needs according to his riches. And go, okay, y'all ain't feeling me. Okay, Matthew chapter 6, he says, but seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all things shall be added unto you even in the midst of your valley you still need to put God first take ownership in who he is and how many know when you put God first can't nothing no devil no evil thoughts no ways of the enemy seem to keep you from getting where God wants you to be I wish I had somebody say Reverend I decided to let me die and put God first and how many know just calling on the name of Jesus something is about to happen in fact, the earth shall tremble. The devil is scared. Even the enemy runs when the name of Jesus is something about the name of Jesus. It's the sweetest name. That I know he 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 give, he he'll provide. He 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 he'll give peace. Look, he he'll give peace. In your moments of discomfort, the text says, look at the text. He says, he make me lie down. Y'all just missed that. In green pasture, he gives the assurance that peace will be given to you. Look, look at what it says. He says, he make me lie down. He, he make me lie down, which, which means he'll give me peace in my moment of restlessness. 
Y'all ain't tracking with me this morning. Somebody been depressed all week, but had it not been for the fact that God wanted you to feel what depression was about, but yet he allowed you to rest, you wouldn't have been able to wake up this morning and say, this morning when I rose, I didn't have no doubt that the Lord will. He, he, he gives he, he, he gives that, that, that peace that we need. He says, when you need rest, he will give you a peace. And watch this. The green pasture indicates the peace. Now, uh, the custom was that, that after, uh, um, uh, after a rough day of work, the, the shepherd would gather the sheep because their feet would be tired. He would gather the sheep and march them up to other pasture, to a pasture that looked green and comfortable. And here it was, he would take the sheep to an area that only they could rest in. Without a fear of the wolf or the mountain lions or any type of bear coming. But he would, y'all don't know when to shout. In fact, he would take the sheep after all of the labor, after all of the shearing of the sheep's clothing, he had to take off. He would take them to a place and give them rest. Somebody should be crying, Jesus, I thank you. Because he gave me peace because I kept my mind stayed upon the Lord. There's moments in your life that God is trying to take you to green pastures. But here it is, here it is. Every pasture ain't for you. Sometimes you have to understand that the green pastures you've been looking at is nothing but a green light shining on brown grass. But how many can testify? I'm so glad that God opened my eyes when he did. In fact, it was his amazing grace. How sweet it sounds that saved a wretch like me. I once was lost, but now I found I was blind. But I thank God. I can, I can see. He gives me, he gives me some peace in my restless peace and rest in my restless moments I, I i thank him because had he not given me peace i probably would have lost my mind uh, up in here up in here I, I don't know who i'm talking to somebody already and it seemed like you lost your mind when you woke this morning but because god had a plan uh, he, here, here, here in the text, I want to share with you, coming out of your valley, the first thing you have to understand is, and what you need not to do is, do not allow a temporary situation to be your reality. Don't allow a temporary situation to be your reality. He says, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. I'm, I'm preaching that. I ain't talking that. I'm, I'm tell you what the Bible says and here it is David suggests that you cannot allow what you see while you're going through to be your destination it cannot be your reality here he tells us watch this the reason why is because he tells us what we need to do he says I walk through that's a shout cue right there. Some folk can lift up their hands and say, I was going through some stuff, but because I didn't stop, I kept pressing my way, and God had a plan. He didn't let me look back. In fact, 
Y'all, y'all sit down. Y'all scaring me. Here it is. He says, you got to go through it. He says, you have to keep going even though there are some things that's trying to stop you from moving. Watch this. The shadow indicates consumption. And if it can consume your thoughts, you will stop progress. Can, can, can I open... Can I open a spiritual door? <clears throat> you can't stop. You cannot allow your shadow to stop you from seeing God's glory. <clears throat> Can I get just a little deeper? Door number two. You cannot allow the shadow of others to consume your place of worship. You missed that. Somebody should say, Reverend, I'm guilty and all sin is upon me. I've allowed some people to stop me from worshiping God in my darkest moments. I've allowed some fake, fictitious, and phony folk to tell me what God said and I didn't hear his voice. I allowed them to get in the way of me seeing the glory of God. But oh, when I move them jokers out of my way, I can see clearly now that the rain has fallen. In fact, he opened my eyes that in the midst of my storm my friends was my storm in the midst of my storm a family was my storm in fact in the midst of my storm the lack of faith was the reason of my storm I got to move you out of my, my way don't don't allow don't allow people to consume your, your the shadow of, of people to consume your place of worship. Uh, Paul says it best. You got to learn to press. You got to learn to press towards the mark of the prize of the high calling, which is in Christ Jesus. Watch this. You cannot even allow the enemy to stop you from getting where you're trying to go. Uh, there, there's a there's an indictment on the church because we we say we love God we say we look to the hills for which cometh our help all of our help comes from the Lord we say well, he's a healer he's a keeper oh, oh Lord I magnify your name I'm chasing after you but the minute trouble comes we forget every declaration every proclamation every premeditated or pre-purposed praise that we've been praying about and David says like this in Psalm 63 he said there comes a time in your life where you have to just wake up seeking after God no matter what's going on in fact 63 says oh God thou art my God Early will I seek thee. My soul thirsts for thee. My flesh long for thee in the dry and thirsty land where no water is to see the power and thy glory. So I have I seen in thy sanctuary 
And here it is. When you have a mindset to understand that your issues, your, your problems, your, your situations that's temporary is not your reality, then you'll put it in your spirit that when trouble comes my way, I understand because I sought God in the morning. I sought him at noon. I sought him when was nobody else around me. This too shall pass. In fact, I know that what the devil meant for evil, my God meant it for good. Can I get somebody to testify and say, you know what? I'm not going to keep complaining about my pain and my sorrow. In fact, my pain brought me praise. My sorrow led me to salvation. Now I can say I got a reason to shout. I got a reason to lift up my hands because God just keeps on blessing me every time I turn around. He keeps blessing me going in and he blessed me. I'm preaching better than you sounded. He blessed me coming out. Somebody should be shouting right now because that's going to be the doorway to your blessing. And somebody should testify. I pray for my children. I pray for my husband. I pray for my wife. I prayed over my health, my strength. And every time I tell God I'm seeking you first, he just keeps on blessing me look at somebody say my struggle is not my reality yeah my struggle is not my reality the, the second thing he shows me in this text that he wants to share with us today is that watch this don't allow a temporary situation to rebuke and reflect your faith. I know I got some folks saying, well, hold up. Reflect means look like. Yeah, re rebuke means deny it. And reflect means show that you don't have it. Well, look what it said in the text. The text says, I will fear no evil. For thou art with me. He suggests that as because of what it looks like, what the end is projected and predicted to be. Uh, watch this. Watch this. He says, keep hold to your faith. Keep hold to your faith. Dave, I think David can testify from his experience in 1 Samuel chapter 17 when, when he was dealing with the giant. This giant had declared war on these innocent bystanders. Y'all can read that for your leisure later on. 1 Samuel chapter 17. And here it was. But David was the only one that was truly willing to stand up against the giant. But while in the process, there were attempts of discouragement and distraction uh, the discouragement came that the first distraction came is when when Saul tried to give David his clothes <sighs> the discouragement came when Saul tried to tell David he was too young and he was too small y'all just missed that this, this is what I, I saw in the text. Some of y'all might think it's deep. Some of y'all might think it's shallow. 
But I'm learning this more and more, even in today's time. Don't allow others to walk in your valley with you. <laughs> why? Why? Pastor, why? I hear it in your spirit. Because they become a distraction. And the very ones you think love you would discourage you in the moments of despair. You, you don't have to testify to me. Just testify in your spirit. You know you got some fake phony family members. You got some contrite conceits and even some conceited members in your clique that always seem to have something negative to say. Always try to distract you from getting what God has for you. But you need to tell them you got to move. Listen, listen, you cannot allow people to walk in your valley with you. Uh, but but, but can, 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 can I open another door this morning? I ain't trying to get in your house. I'm just trying to open up some doors. <laughs> Don't hold on to false evidence of being real from people that don't have no God in them. In fact, don't hold on to them with their false security or their, in, in, their, their imaginary seams or wares of weapons. I got your back. But the minute your back is against the wall, you can't find them. Y'all don't have to tell me. I got friends. I know I got some friends that say, Reverend, I'll ride and die with you, but the minute trouble come, listen, I, I don't know what happened. I, I wasn't there. He, he didn't tell me about it. In fact, I won't even pray for him because he shouldn't have done it. And somebody should be testifying that you didn't allow those fake, false, appearing to be real people in your life. In fact, you decided to have some faith-based type people that as you go through the struggle, they say, baby, I'm praying for you. In fact, I'm going to help bear your cross. In fact, you won't bear this cross alone. Must Jesus bear this cross? <sighs> you, you have to. And, and here it is. David shows us why. He says there's confidence in your faith. You can't rebuke you can't allow your situation to rebuke or reflect your faith. He says, because I'm telling you in the text, why you can't let it reflect your faith? He said, because thou art with me. You just missed that. So in order for me to have faith, I got to know something is right there. Uh, Y'all just... Okay, here it is. Uh, Philip and Thomas can testify. He says, I'm going away. But I'm going to leave you. I'm going to leave you a comforter. I'm, I'm going to leave you a comforter. In fact, Moses can even testify. Moses said, he told him, I'll never leave you. Nor will I forsake you. Paul says, let me help y'all out. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for. Some of y'all should be clapping right now. And the evidence of things not seen. Somebody can testify that Reverend has been 
some times when it didn't look like I was going to make it. It was some times where I had to drink tears for water. In fact, my bank account was negative, but yet I still had money in my pocket. It was times when I couldn't pay my mortgage, but yet he kept the roof over my head. My light bill was due. My gas bill was due. My car payment was due, but yet he didn't take my car. I didn't get no late no late payment. I didn't get no late fees. My light stayed on. My gas stayed on. In fact, my children's tuition even got paid because I kept the faith in a God that is real. When I was coming up, this woman's group, quartet group, used to open up with a song. They used to say, I'm just holding on. I'm just holding on. I'm holding on and I won't let go of my faith. And, and that should be two or three folk that can say, Reverend, I didn't held on in some tough times. In fact, I used to drink tears for water. Not only that, tang for juice. Water for just the simplication of not having milk in my cereal. In fact, I used to eat a lot of grits when I couldn't get to rice. But I thank God, but I kept holding on to my faith and I won't let go now. He said, don't, 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 don't let the temporary situation rebuke or reflect your faith. I, I, I struggle with the saints because our faith is being tested. But yet we would rather test the lie than testify and say, Father, I'm weak. I don't have it right now. In fact, Father, I believe but I just can't see it. And right there, keyword believe. Then God, then watch this. When you have a real relationship with God, he then puts a mirror in front of your face. He said this then, this is, this is what he says. Uh, he says, I've come too far that I can't turn around. In fact, I put my trust in you. And I know that if I keep trusting you in the midst of this storm like I did in that storm. In fact, somebody can testify. He was my bridge over troubled water. He was my shelter in the time of storm. He was my doctor in the sick room. He was my lawyer in the courtroom. In fact, he never lost a patient. In fact, he never lost a case. Do anybody know about the Jesus that I serve that can testify and say, Reverend, I'm so glad that I got just a little faith because he said the faith the size of a mustard seed. Is all, is all that I need. Look at somebody say, I'm holding on to my faith. I'm holding on to my faith. Right, lastly, and I'm going to get out of the way because I'm boring some of y'all. I'm, I'm going to get out of the way. <clears throat> Last part of the text, he shows us, he says, not only is it, uh, don't, don't let your reality don't let your situation be your reality. Don't rebuke or reflect your faith. He said, but God will retrieve and you will recover. Yeah. <laughs> That's right there in the text. And see, see, and, and what, what, what makes me dizzy with, with church folk, I ain't going to say nauseous because ain't none of y'all going to make me throw up, but what, make me, what makes me dizzy with church folk is here it is. You always trying to get God to do more than one thing. 
And you always seem to question if he's able to do it when he's blessing somebody else. But here it is. God could be in multiple places at one time. And somebody should be shouting because when he was on the east end, he came and saved you from the west end. When he was on the south end, you were in the north. And God still was able. The good shepherd, here it is. Watch this. The text says, text says, for your rod and your staff, they comfort me. He, he uses a two-in-one scenario. It's in your Bible. Don't, don't get rod and staff mixed up as two, to two pieces of equipment. It's one unified piece of equipment used for special things. I, I, I mean, I don't know if anybody ever been caught up in some mess. In fact, we're living in some people that are caught up in Christian entanglement. You just missed that. In fact, 2021 has broken some folk from some entanglement of 2020. And the reason why you coming out of your valley is because you understood that his rod and staff will comfort you and retrieve you. And now you can recover. Let me help you. The front side of the, of the staff is a hook. The bottom side of the staff is like a, bled, a bladed knife. So then whenever I would get in deep water, he would take the hook and pull me out of some deep places. Whenever I get entangled in some gossip, some mess, some bankruptcy, some issues, some things that seem to have me entangled, not thinking like I should. He then would cut some stuff away. Whenever I got around some folk that made me get in too deep, he would take the hook and pull me out. But whenever I got entangled with some people that meant me no good, he would cut them away. And that gives me a shout because God can retrieve me. And now I can recover. Why? Because when God pulls you out, the Bible says who the Son of Man set free is free. Watch, 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 watch this, watch this. He says, he says, God will retrieve you and recover you. David says it like this in Psalm 40. He says, I waited patiently for the Lord. Uh, he, he turned to me and he heard my cry. He lifted me out of the slimy pit and then he out of the mud and mire. He set my feet on a firm place to stand. David then says in Psalm 18, the Lord reached down from above and, and took hold of me and he pulled me up out of the deep waters. He, he rescued me from some powerful enemies. Ezekiel said, don't leave me out, David. I got some things I want to share. Ezekiel 3 said, then the spirit lifted me. Ezekiel 3 and 14 says, so the spirit lifted me up and took me away. Ezekiel 8 said, he stretched out from a hand and caught me by the lock of my head. He saved me just in the nick of time. But Isaiah 38 said, oh Lord, by the things men live and all things, the life of my spirit, Oh, restore me to good health so that I can live again. And somebody should be testifying. God, I'm grateful that you retrieved me and now I'm recovering from every issue that's going on in my life. God, you are able to pull me out and pull me through it. Now I can testify. I'm standing stronger. I'm standing wiser. In fact, I feel better. So much better. The 
troubles of the world couldn't keep me down because God had a plan. He decided to pull me from sin. He decided to circumcise me in the midst of my unrighteousness. And I'm so glad I'm standing on a solid rock. Look at somebody say, I'm in recovery. I got to quit. I got to quit. I got to quit. Yeah. Um. Um. When. Ah, watch. Um. Here, here, here. I was. Ain't no secret. I. I, I was born in 1975. But it was right around 1980. Uh, Mama wasn't always saved. Mama used to play this song by uh, Diana Ross. Uh, Y'all know Diana. Not dirty Diana, but Di Diana Ross. And she, 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 she used to play this song that Diana wrote. It said, I'm coming out. Uh, I want the world to know. Gotta let it show. I'm, 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 I'm coming out. These... These, there's a new me coming out, and I just had to live. Oh, how I planned! I'm, I'm spreading love. There, there, there's, there's no need to fear, and I, I just feel so good whenever I hear, I, I'm coming out. Y'all, 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 y'all think every time you hear a secular song, you can't even listen to the words, but those words mean so much because here it was. I believe Diana Ross was inspired by Thomas Dorsey uh, from 1932. He, he shares with us that when you are in the valley, <clears throat> I'm trying to let go now, but 1932, Thomas Dorsey wrote a song that went something like this. He said, Precious Lord, take my hand. Lead. Y'all know what Thomas said. He said, Lead me on. Let me stand. How many can testify what Thomas said? I'm tired. Well, the new thing is I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired. Somebody can testify with Thomas when he said I'm weak. Y'all ain't praying with me this morning. Somebody can testify when he said I'm warm. But somebody even can give a testimony and say through the songs, y'all 
Y'all don't hear me this morning. Ah, through the night. Lead me on. Uh, yes, to the light. But here it is. This was my shout. This is how you're coming out the valley. Tommy said, shake my hand. Yeah, yeah, precious Lord. And lead me on. Uh, that lets me know that word precious. Uh, that lets me know just how dear God really is. Just how precious he really is. David said in Psalm 23, the Lord is my shepherd. That lets me know that my is just as precious as the word precious. And so while I'm going through, I might be in my my moments. I might be in my precious moments. Either way, I'm coming out because all I ask of you, Jesus, is to take my hand and lead me on. Let's roll, Earl. How many here can testify I'm going through the valley? I'm drowning in my water. I've been sinking in sin. But I'm the Lord. Yeah, Jesus. The name of Jesus, and He, the Master, saw me down, saw me out, but not destroyed, not despair. All I did is tell the Lord, Father, I stretched my hand to Thee. No other help do I know. If Thou withdraw Thyself. From thee, why the will I go? Let me tell you, you coming out of your valley because I want to share with you, weeping may endure for a night, but just, just, just is coming in the morning. Look at your neighbor and tell your neighbor, neighbor, you coming out? Neighbor, you coming out? This too shall pass. Financial strain. Tell a neighbor, you coming out? Health in your body. You coming out? Job giving you problems. Tell a neighbor, you coming out? Depression on your mind. Look at your neighbor and tell your neighbor neighbor you coming out tell your neighbor all you got to do is hold on to god's unchanging hand is there anybody here coming out of your valley anybody here can shout the victory now because when i come out i can tell the lord i'm stronger wiser I never would have made it without you in my life let me tell you why you coming out one Friday he went on the cross they hung him high they stretched him wide oh shucks I feel good 
Y'all know what he did. He died. Didn't he die? From the sixth to the ninth hour. They said the moon dripped down in blood. The sun refused to shine. They tell me he died before lunch. He was buried before dinner. But I want to share with you. Early. Somebody say early. 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 Sunday morning. He got up with power in heaven and earth. In the palm of his hand. That's how I know you coming out. Because he said, all sickness is not unto death. You got to be faithful unto death. And the reason why you coming out, many gave up. Many counted you out. Many said you would have died. But somebody say, but God, but God, he pulled me through. He pulled me out. Can I get somebody? that can testify I'm so glad that God pulled me out of my troubles I'm so glad he pulled me out of my sins I gotta ask you a question and I want you to be real with me can I get a true witness that can testify ain't he alright coming out anybody feel a come out spirit he said you got to shout now because trouble don't last always do me one more favor don't touch them just look at them tell your neighbor be not dismayed whatever the time God will y'all gotta help me close this thing put your hand on your hip let your backbone slip and tell him God will God will God will just look at three people and tell them I'm coming out I'm coming out I'm coming out uh, some of y'all looking at me, shucks, you like being low. I don't like being low. Look at somebody else and tell them, neighbor, I don't know about you, but I'm coming out. This joy that I have, the world didn't give it, and the world can't take it away. Somebody say yes. Say yes.
do me one more favor. Just if you've been struggling, just put your arms around yourself. You know what I want you to do. Just, just rock yourself. Rock him and shake him. Shake him and rock him. Rock him and shake him. Shake him and rock him. Hold yourself like you're still alive. Not like you died in your situation. And tell yourself, say self, say it with power and conviction, say self, hold on. Oh, help is on the way. Tell yourself, say self, I'm coming out. Sickness, I'm coming out. Diabetes, I'm coming out. High blood pressure, y'all don't know when to shout. Money problems, I'm coming out. Depression, I'm coming out. Worried about my children, they coming out. Worried about my family, they coming out. In fact, I'm coming out. Look at somebody and tell your neighbor, I'm trying to let it go. Tell a neighbor the reason why I'm coming out. And I want you to know that I'm coming out. It's because after all I've been through, just look at him one more time. Tell a neighbor I wasn't supposed to look this good. Come on, let's celebrate them. If you coming out of your valley, come on, clap like you coming out of your valley. As we extend the doors of this church to you, the knowledge of Jesus Christ unto you, we want you to know that